Good Monday morning, visionaries. Another day closer to convention. This is a big convention by any standards, folks. Just imagine having all of us under one roof, speaking the same language, solving the same malady with the same solution, laughing it up, kicking up our heels, and being deadly serious at some times, but having the time of our lives. Spending time in the same room with fellows that we had once only been able to hear by phone. Can you imagine here by phone? Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Santa H and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, September 14, 2015. Today we are reading from the big book and we are on page 164, the second paragraph, which that begins with our book is meant to be suggestive only. Today's readers are The 12 Steps, Christy N., The 12 Traditions, Donna M. Our readers for today is Duell, Penny C., and Julie R. Our OA preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting or accepting donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive overeating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry his message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Christy M. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Christy. Good morning, Sansa. This is Christy M., recovered compulsive overeater and anorexic from New Jersey. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over our addiction that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, continued to take personal inventory when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, 
sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood God, praying only for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. Step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chrissy M. Now I'll ask Donna M. to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, Donna. Hey, good morning, Santa. Thank you so much for your service. This is Donna M., very grateful, compulsive overeater from Wisconsin. Uh, 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group ought to be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we, we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thanks for this opportunity to be of service. I pass. Thank you, Donna M. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that, we, that you keep your sharing to the topic in literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderator is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book means to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book. We are on page 164, the second paragraph, which begins with our book is meant to be suggestive only. 
and we will be reading the first five sentences that ends with the answers will count if your own house is in order. So now we'll ask if we will begin our studies with Duel reading the first portion of that paragraph. Good morning, Du. Good morning. Uh, this is Du. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. And um, just want to start off with that first sentence. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. And um, sorry, just let me introduce myself and uh, put on my timer. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, Duel, Recover Compulsive Overeater. Um, our book is meant to be suggestive only. And, uh, you know, that... Um, that has a connotation, well, anything can go, you know. Um, since it's suggested, I'll take what I need and, and leave the rest. And, you know, I'll, I'll nitpick at what, what I want. And one of the things that um, one of my friends in program has um, always uh, taught me is, and, and she's mentioned it at this meeting, is that, you know, if you're on an airplane and you're, you're jumping out of that airplane with a parachute, and it's highly suggested that you pull the cord and, um, you know, when you're on that parachute. Uh, because once you jump off the plane, you know, there's two alternatives. Either you take the suggestion of pulling the cord or you die. <laughs> so for me, um, the suggestion becomes a must at that point because the seriousness of the situation is that it's a life and death situation. And for me, with this program, it, it is a life and death situation. It is suggested, but once I embarked on the program, it becomes a must. And what's interesting that in this book, there's an 81 must in, in the 164 pages. And it is suggested program, but once you start, it becomes a must. Because the importance of the message is that, you know, the seriousness of the message is that it is a life and death situation. And, um, you know, and then it says that, you know, we only know a little, God will disclose more to you and to us. And as I go through the steps, you know, I get to know more about what God's will is versus my self-will. And, um, and I love that because, you know, as I'm getting better and better and putting my house in order, how do I put my house in order? I go through the steps. I get recovered. And then... Um, and then the answers will come, you know, the answers of what I'm seeking for, which is, you know, how do I stay stopped? How do I stay stopped? Because I come into this, into this program thinking I want to put the food down, but I don't know how to do that, you know. And the program shows me through the steps how to deflate the ego and how to put down the food and how to keep it down. And be restored to the same way of thinking and the same way of eating. And I'm so grateful that this book has all those suggestions and that it has the suggestions of the 12 steps, principles that I can live by, principles that I can do, you know, that will bring me to a life beyond my wildest dreams. And I'm so grateful that we're in this, uh, in this last part of the book, which summarizes all of what we've done already. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Duel. 
Now we will open the floor up to those who would like to comment on what was read. Our focus today is on those first five paragraphs. And who would like to comment on what was read? Charles H. from New York. And Janice M. Charles. Charles Janice. Suzanne. Suzanne K. Suzanne. Renata. And Vasa O. Renata. Renata F. Melissa, Lynn, you said Lindsay? Lindy, L-I-N-D-Y. Lindy, S? No, F is Frank. S is Frank, thank you. Thank you. Okay, this is who I have so far. I have Charles H., Janice M., Suzanne K., Renata G., Vasa O., Melissa C., and Lindsay F. Charles H., good morning. Good morning, my spiritual sister, Sante. You sound good up there, as usual. Um, Charles H., a recovered visionary just for today. Um, I want to drill down one where it says, ask him in your morning meditation um, what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. And first of all, I want to say Happy New Year's for all of my um, Jewish brothers and sisters um, my sponsor happened to be Jewish, and, you know, they can't uh, utilize any technology due to their um, practice. So, you know, I'm grateful to have them in my life. So I'm grateful. I just want to say that. But ask him in your morning meditation what you can do for the man who is still sick. Um, the answers will come. That, that you know, and it just reminds me of uh, the last sentence in the doctor's opinion, what Dr. Silkworth said, you know, earnestly suggest, right, just like he said, this book is a, a suggestive book, um, earnestly suggest each and every alcoholic to read this book through and through, and though he may scoff, because I, I could identify with laughing, he will remain to pray. Prayer and meditation is just so important, and I'm going to share my experience of what happened yesterday. That's what we do here. We share experience, right? Oh, okay, this is the right program, right? This is, uh, okay, this will be all right. So yesterday, I'm playing ball. I'm a competitive guy, you know? Even though I've been losing all my life, you know, just because I get a – I don't like losing uh, when I do anything. So we're playing basketball, me and my grandson and some other guy against these other people. And, you know, and I'm, I'm playing my heart out. But, you know, I'm being self-willed because – and I'm being um, self-seeking. You know, NYSEC says it'll seek away. But how many know it come back quick? It's a daily reprieve. So, you know, I had two resentments. We lost a few games. I willed us to one. But it wasn't me alone. I, I just wanted to win. And I, I hate when those kids, those teenagers talk smack. You know, but it is what it is. I went home, wrote on it, put them through the columns, telling them to y'all, right? And, and and that's what we do. We share experience from the home. Just because I'm recovered don't mean I'm never going to have a resentment again. Don't mean I'm never going to be in self-will again. But I, will, but I will ask him, him, my creator, in morning meditation, what, how could I help the next person? You know, and, 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 and that's what it's all about, helping somebody else. And that's that's the psychic change I'm looking for. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Simon. You sound so beautiful up there. Thank you, Charles H. Good morning, Janice. Well, good morning, Santa and everyone. My name is Janice M., and I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Time on. Um, yeah, I'm going to piggyback on... Um, the suggestive, the word suggestive. 
Now, we have to, I have to remember, and, you know, I, it, my experience is, you know, I've gone through this I don't know how many times since 1982, and I still get more from it. And new things are revealed to me. It's just amazing. This book is meant to be suggestive only, which means to me a condition. You know, I have a choice. We all have a choice here. You know, nobody is. This is a volunteer army. We do not have to do this. But if you want to be recovered like the first 100, now we've got to remember that Bill was only recovered for four years at this time. So, you know, we knew a little, very little. That's why it says we, we, know, we know only a little. So what it's saying is if you choose, everybody, including myself, if you choose to get recovered like us, this is what we did. So you have a choice. You want to either do it or you don't do it. <laughs> you know, nobody is, in, in, you know, forcing you to do it. But what it says here is we will find the answers. You see, because they found the answers. But even Bill, this uh, this whole uh, chapter is a vision for you. He doesn't. He he didn't even know what we know today. What God has revealed to us, because the spiritual experience was so new. I'm always getting new revelations. Why? Because I practice these principles every day. I am not doing this myself. God is is unlimited. So he's, I have to give credit to him, see, because if it was me, I would be so limited with my mind. Um, so what they're saying to me is, you know, ask him. Ask whoever you, you understand to be your higher power. Ask him in the morning, and more will be revealed. Because you know what? We don't come into this. I didn't come into this program, you know, get then, okay, do the principles, you know, do the steps, and then say, see you later. Because this spiritual awakening that I received as a gift is a journey. I'm never finished. And that's why it says to me, more will be revealed. It's a journey. It's not an event. This is just the beginning. We think that's the end. <laughs> you know, but it isn't. It's just the beginning, for me anyway. And uh, he's going to accomplish for us what we could never do for ourselves. And that was the missing beast, peace, a higher power. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Janice M. Good morning, Suzanne K. Good morning, Sansa. Good to hear you. Um, good morning. I'm Suzanne K. Compulsive Eater in New Jersey. And welcome, everybody, this morning. And Shana Tova to my Jewish overeaters. Um, I love, love this paragraph, and um, I needed to chime in. Every time I'm at a face-to-face -face meeting when I go, this is the paragraph that's, that's um, read at the end of the meeting. And I love when it says suggestive only, even though we know for a fact that these are instructions in this textbook, um, yet. When you say suggestion to somebody, it's like, okay, I have a choice. I'm a teacher, and I, and I teach health. So I'll give kids uh, information. I say, now, these are just suggestions. This is just information. It's your choice whether or not you want to take it. Um, and that kind of puts the press, less pressure on somebody because I know, I remember, if you tell me to do something, I'm usually going to be um, – 
in opposition and I'm going to run the other way. Like, oh, yeah, you want me to do this? Well, my ego is, and I'm very self-centered person. My ego is going to tell me, uh, you may think you know it, but I really know more. So um, if I say suggestion, then to me it's like I'm, I'm making the choice. And, and I know I, I'm, I'm struggling with the food right now, and my choices um, have not been the healthiest for me at this point. However, I keep coming. Um, I keep coming back. I keep listening uh, and praying for a sponsor who's willing to work with me, even though I am not abstinent at this point. But this program tells me that the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. And that is why I am a member here. Um, And I am just really grateful to be able to be here this morning with everyone. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Suzanne Kay. Good morning, Renata G. Hi, Santa. Good morning. Thank you for your service. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is Renata G. Recovered compulsive in New York. And, uh, you know, our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to to you and to us. And so... You know, when when they wrote this book, you know, yes, they knew only a little, right? They can't predict what God's going to do in someone else's lives. lives. But, um, you know, if we go to forward to the second edition, page XVII, it says, by late 1937, the number of members having substantial sobriety time behind them was sufficient to convince the membership that a new light had entered the dark world of the alcoholic. It was now time by um, it was now time the struggling groups thought to place their message and unique experience before the world. This determination bore fruit in the spring of 1939 by the publication of this volume. The membership had then reached about 100 men and women. And so, you know, even though they say they know only a little, this has been until today the only answer for alcoholism and other, you know, um, addictions. Uh, There's nothing else out there, at least that I've tried, that has worked for me. And, you know, they had worked for this 100 people. So, like, they found a solution for alcoholism, and they put it in this book, you know, the exact directions on how to get this solution. And so it is, you know, if I want to recover, like my fellows just shared, it is suggested that I follow the directions. If I do not want to recover, if I want to keep doing the same things I've always done and keep getting the same results I've always got, I can keep on doing that. But if I'm ready to change, if I'm ready to, you know, do whatever it takes to have a recovered life, you know, to be free of this disease, there is a solution in this book. And then, you know, as time goes by and I keep working the steps every day, God disclosed more and more and things are added to my program, things that I need to look at, things that I need to work on. And so it's a constant there's no graduation, there's no end in line. It's a lifetime, you know, work. Uh, and it's so worth it. And with that, I pass. Thanks. 
Thank you, Renata G. And Vasa O, you're up next. And Melissa C, you'll be afterwards. Good morning, Vasa. Yes, good morning, everyone. It's Vasa calling from Massachusetts. Thank you, Santa, Santa, for your service. And I'm grateful to be recovered compulsive over here, calling from, again, from Massachusetts. And I was just so excited to hear how the 100 men and women had recovered recover from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And, um, again, these are, like it says, this book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us as, 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 as I go along. And, I, you know, it just gave me so much hope. After losing hope for many years, trying to put the food down for so many years, feeling so hopeless, finally I said, oh, wow, this is what these people did, and this is the solution to my problem. And I was just so ready and willing because I didn't want to die. And I was at the point I was, you know, they, I could not do any more. There was nothing that worked anymore. And I, anyways... I needed to find a power greater than myself, which I call God. I needed to surrender to God. Number one was the food. That's all I thought I needed to do, surrender with the food. And I did like 150% surrender with the food. And then gradually, you know, having the clarity, the clarity in my mind, you know, to, to let God help me in other areas of my life. So, you know, yeah, with the food was just the beginning and the steps here are laid out the way they are for reason. And I am not done. This is a lifelong journey for me. And I am really enjoying my journey because my life is so much better without the food and just having people in my life to go with the journey and to just live life, you know, the way, you know, I'm meant to live, you know, with the help of my higher power and the help of the support groups, like especially a vision for you, and uh, and just to help others to give it away. This is the key. Give it away. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Vasa O. And now we'll have Melissa C. Good morning, Melissa. Hi. Good morning, Santa. Good morning, everybody. This is Melissa C., a recovered compulsive overeater in New York. And, um, Happy New Year. It's, um, you know, it, there's no coincidences. And to me, it's um, just, you know, the, it's the new year right now for me. And um, and here we are at the um, part that we read every day at the end of our meeting. So it just feels right that, um, you know, the, the year is starting and, um, and we're discussing um, this part of the book that, that just has so much meaning for me. Um, you know, so this book is meant to be suggestive, and um, I just love that suggesting because, um, you know, the book is handed to those who may or may not have a problem, and so we suggest this way, and um, that's trying to, that's kind of the language I try to use with people I work with. Um, you know, I say, you know, it's kind of suggestive that we do this, and because if you're an addict like me, suggesting is... Um, is a softer way, um, a more palatable way of, of uh, you know, telling you really what's necessary. And um, we know only a little. Um, I thought I knew everything. Um, this program made my ego right side. Um, 
God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. And, you know, today I need to remain open to what God discloses to me instead of having a very set mind, a closed mind. And um, I just love how through this program, um, you know, and I, and I meditate in the morning, things begin to appear that I, that I need to know. You know, it's sort of like um, in its right time, little by little, you know, like the fog sort of lifts and I'm able to see things and make sense of things, um, you know, in, in its own way without me trying to force everything. Um, you know, so we ask in our morning meditation what um, I can do for the man who's still sick. And that's my whole purpose now. You know, it's not just to get in a smaller size body and it's not just to be abstinent. You know, abstinence was my goal at one time. It was my everything. Um, losing weight was my everything. Having control over the food was my everything. Making my life exactly the way I wanted it was, you know, my everything. And now it's, um, you know, I have a totally different approach. My purpose is to be open to what God reveals to me so that I can be useful to other people. And um, I just find that a really powerful message for me to think that as I begin this new year, um, because, you know, in, in my faith, we ask God to, you know, give us um, another year of life, you know, to put me in the book of life. And for what purpose? Why should I have another year of, of life? Why should I have another year of recovered life? Um, so that I can be helpful to those around me. Um, thank you. And uh and with that, I pass. Thank you, Melissa C. And finally, we'll have Lindy, Lindy F. You're up. Good morning, Lindy. Hi, this is Lindy F. in upstate New York. And I apologize. It may be hard to hear me because I'm commuting to work. Um, can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Oh, great. So I just want to say how grateful I am for this meeting and the big book. And um, when I I hear the line um, that this book is meant to be suggestive only, I feel a huge sense of relief because to me that speaks of a humbleness, you know, a humility or a humbleness that um, I, I find the spiritual path to be long, winding and very personal, and the sense that I am, I think that suggestion only means to me to be be open and humble and ever-learning and turning to my higher power, and it reminds me that I do not know what is right for other people. that they are going to work on kind of their own path um, and that these things are suggestions which other people may or may not take and these are suggestions that I may or may not take as I've learned. And I've learned from my mistakes. I've learned from my choices that um, gave me results I did like, and I, I 
very grateful for the choices I've made um, regarding program and recovery that have given me choices that are very rewarding and bring me recovery. Um, and I feel a sense of renewal at this time of year in my program. Um, I, I, um, I don't know. I, I guess maybe that's all I really need to say right now. So it's Lindy, L-I-N-D-Y, S is Frank, Upstate New York. And um, I'm grateful for the suggestions of this program. And I'm grateful that they are suggestions. Um, I really, I really like having that freedom. Thank you. And thank you, Lindsay F. Um, I just need to backtrack. Um, I was brought to my attention that I forgot to give you all the share ID for Sunday on our special edition meeting um, by Joe M. The title was Our Real Purpose. And the share ID number for Sunday is 7995. 7995. Now we will open the floor again for more sharing on this paragraph. We are on the second paragraph. Our book is meant to be suggestive only, and we are focusing our shares on the first five sentences. Who else would like to comment on what was read? Jill. I didn't get Jill. any name. I, I'm sorry. Repeat that again. GLP. Rick. Sarah W. Rick K. Rick K. James C. Carolyn H. I heard a, a James C. Is that what I've heard? Yes. James C. Carolyn, I got you. Thank you. Rick Kesson. Rick Kesson. Anyone else? I have Jill P. Sarah W. Rick K. James C. Carolyn A. And Rakesha Z. Anyone else? Okay, well, we'll get started with Jill P. Jill, you're up first. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, two, two things to get started with. First off, this is my 45th meeting in 45 days. I'm working towards 90 and 90. I stepped up my program. I guess it was this past Friday. Yeah, I, I stepped up my program Friday by going on to the um, the website, A Vision for You Info, and I uh, became a member and registered my name and number there. So thank you for um, welcoming into welcoming welcoming me into uh, your process and um, this meeting. Uh, yeah, very similar to the just the last caller, the idea that it's suggestive, I don't feel like anything anybody's forcing anything on me because that would have caused me to run in fear. I had so many fears and doubts when I came into program that uh, I'm a very cautious person and it would have been hard if somebody had tried to strong arm me or force this program on me, but they just made subtle suggestions and minor, you know, minor little um uh, tweaking of my uh, process and my thought process and 
just the way that my sponsor handles me with just questions, just explore this idea, just explore this idea. And then, yes, she, the process teaches me and my higher power is guiding me. So I do learn what I need to learn. It's just it wasn't forced upon me. And I think the idea that uh, this book is meant to be suggestive, I think there's an element of grace in there, just like the other, the last caller said, that uh, I'm not being judged when I come into program. It's a program of grace, and I don't judge others who are in program either uh, because I know what I did before program and my food behaviors and my thought patterns. So um, I think being suggestive is very gracious and very, uh, it's... Um, uh, alluring or attractive to me and I know that this is a program of attraction rather than promotion and the idea that I am attracted to the warmth and the acceptance of the idea that we're just suggesting this but there's care and love behind that as well because when I share with other uh, people who are um, newer in program than I am sure enough I make these suggestions because I care deeply about them and I know the unhappiness that they're living and I know that the peace and the serenity of taking these suggestions and implementing them into your life and letting them become a way of life I know the joy that's ahead of us so I I even make these suggestions out of love and compassion and grace and understanding it's also um, gratitude that uh, my higher power has taught me so much and revealed so much of himself through the suggestions and the program. With that, I'll pass. Everyone have a great day. Thank you, Jill P. Good morning, Sarah W. Good morning, Santa. Good to hear you on the line. Sarah W., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. I like the first word, our. It's our book. Uh, This is meant for anybody who wants to use it. Um, it is a very gentle way that um, that the book is coming across right now, all-inclusive. Uh, I don't know about the rest of you, but, um, you know, I come from a very rebellious stance, and most addicts or alcoholics or compulsive overeaters that I have met are very rebellious. You know, we, uh, you know, my history is I like to tell other people what to do, but I don't like to be told what to do. And, um, you know, the chipping away of that willfulness um, and and still maintaining our unique beauty and creativity um, and spirit uh, is what happens with with a loving sponsor and utilizing the book, I think. Uh, That's been my history. Um, I really love the way it uh, it talks about... um, as, as other people have alluded to, humility. You know, we realize we know only a little. Um, you know, the big shotism and the idea that I know it all was um, was really a disease mentality, um, as other people have said, and I'm totally uh, right right with you. Uh, you know, the reality is that I don't know what's, what's best for anybody's past. Um, this is what's working for me, and I'm very grateful for it. Um, I do believe in it, uh, but, um, you know, I can't shove this down somebody's throat. Um, you know, as uh, as I've heard in the past uh, 21 years, it's like, you know, I, I'd rather see a person act in a, in a um, as a teacher in a loving way uh, by just what they do, not by what they say. Uh, and I think that's so powerful to to watch somebody how they handle themselves in life. 
uh, how they how they verbally um, uh, communicate with other people in a non-judgmental, loving manner, uh, rather than somebody that's telling me that you know, you know, you're gonna you're gonna go down the dark path if you do this. You know, um, I'd I'd rather hear it. You know, this is what's worked for me, and um, you know, I'm here for you. Uh, you know, we all have different ways of going about the journey and I was thinking today about how every step of, of the way has been part of moving forward even though I was in relapse. In all honesty, I needed that to come to the other side. So I don't recommend it. Um, it was very difficult. But, um, the, you know, like, I, like they say, ask him in your morning meditation what you can do for the man who is still sick. And the man who is still sick is not necessarily in the room. And it's not necessarily a compulsive overeater. I mean, people that are in pain. And I think that we bring this out into the world and thank God for it. Um, and as it says, if your relationship with him is right, great events will come to pass. And, and I think that has really truly happened for me. That doesn't mean I don't have pain and, and struggle at times. And I'm so grateful for the program. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Santa. Thank you, Sarah W. Now we'll have Rick K. Good morning, Rick. Rick, press star one. There you go. I just did for the third time, and it apparently has worked. <laughs> yeah, I hear you now. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Great to be here this morning, and hello, everybody. Um, so, you know, our book is meant to be suggestive. Only. I loved everything that everybody's had to say about that. Um, there's a saying in the rooms down here, and I, and I think probably everywhere, which is that if you are on an airplane and um, you have a parachute on and you jump, it is suggested that you pull the ripcord. And um, in the original manuscript, um, when it came to how it works, you know, it didn't say who has thoroughly followed our path. It said who has thoroughly followed our directions. Um, and in, in, in the original way they did it, this wasn't meant to be suggestive. It was meant to give us direction. Um, but just like everybody else who shared, I'm arrogant. I was <laughs> much more than I am today, self-righteous, egocentric, with low self-esteem. And I didn't want to be told how to do anything. Um, and that's why... And by the way, I'm looking right now on my screen at the actual original manuscript with the typing and, and, and the words uh, crossed out and then written over by Bill Wilson. Um, and it, it's really, really strong for me. And they realized that, that with the type of personality that people like I have, um, they couldn't give us just straight directions. Otherwise, we might have turned our backs. And uh, then we might not be here today to to speak about this. So so thank God that they took that into consideration. And the other thing is is which is really important for me um, is is you know to ask each morning what you can do for the man who is still sick. And that's such a huge departure from the person who I was. First of all, I didn't you know I didn't pray in the morning. Um, I do now because it's suggested that I do, and, and the big book has never lied to me, so I try to do everything that the big book tells me. 
Um, and it never would have occurred to me to, you know, have a consideration for the, for the man who was still sick. Um, because my whole emphasis on life was what's in it for me? What can I get out of it? What am I going to do today that is in my best interest? And I never thought about the fact that it was in self-forgetting that we find, just like it says in the St. Francis prayer. So this was a dramatic change in, in my approach to life and in what was important. Um, and it's paid dividends, and it's a really wonderful thing. So that I get to be here this morning, and I get to start out each day with a concentration on what I can do for somebody else, um, how I can help somebody else, how can I be of service, how can I help, you know, radically different. Um, and I love that, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Rick Kay. Thank you for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us. Now we'll have James C. Good morning, James. Good morning, Santa. I just wanted to uh, speak to, anyway, the um, the topic for today for suggestive only. I, I'm fairly new to the program, and, and in my humble opinion, this speaks to a broader audience um, of desperate and hungry people of various degrees. And I I know that that's just a simple statement that says a lot for, you know, just not putting us all into one box, one bag, or, or one category. But it's a it's a truth that basically permeates where it needs to hit and get to, to be effective. Um, and it allows the importance to exist within the individual where it needs to. It's not it's not directed. It it it, it really hits the heart of the matter, and it just it just um, it just works. Um, I, I love what has already been said on the calls by the various people who have spoken so far, and and the truth is the truth, and we're all in this together, and we're we're lovers of this truth, and and so being it, um, it just it just it just carries the message. Um, for um, you know, I the the other part of this for being suggestive only is, um, you know, I just want to say it's it's a welcoming it's it's welcoming, and. It's a suggestion that comes, um, that becomes the truth, placed where it needs to be for recovered living. So, I, uh, I would agree that I'm, I'm the type of person I do not like being told what to do or what I need to do or what I better do. You can't threaten me into this. You can't, you can't force me into this. And that's just, that's just what I am out of my sick nature. But I will tell you what I, what I'm slowly becoming and more and more coming daily is just being an opportunistic in the sense of God's will and saying, God, have your way. And if that truth becomes the reality in me, it's, it's the gravity that needs to be there and the soberness that needs to be there for me to be effective in the areas, in the, in, in, in the places of my assignment. So um, that's all I have to say. With that, I pass. Thank you, James C., and welcome, and we encourage you to keep coming back. And next we'll have Carolyn H. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Thank you so much. This is such an awesome meeting this morning. This is my favorite part of the book. <laughs> I like the fact that it's suggestive only. That I used to, um, prior to studying the big book, I used to tell sponsees and people what I thought they should do instead of saying, um, this is what works for me, and if you want to try it, I'll help you through it. And 
that today has been such a blessing because I have so many people that um, either with their, their food plan or their program or um, their spirituality, some aspect of their program will call me and say, you know, I call you because you're so helpful with these things. And that, for me, says a lot. It tells me that I am not stuffing anything down anybody's throat. I can't want this program more than they want this program for them. And it, it's just so awesome. One of the things that um, always worked for me was to um, be able to know the definition of words. And one of the words that always, always pulls me into this is the word trudge. To walk slowly and heavily because you are tired of working very hard. And that's what it means to me. Working very hard, very diligently at helping my program to be on track and keep it focused. And sometimes that means that I, too, need to call somebody for those suggestions. I, too, have to listen to other people say to me what I would say to them. Because me, as a compulsive overeater, if I am asking God to speak through me and use me, the words they need to hear come out perfectly clear. But I'm not always hearing those words I speak to them because they're their words. But when they bounce it back off of me, when I crawl with an issue that I'm having, that's such a beautiful reflection of my program and how it's working for me and how God does for me what I can't do for myself. And it's all about suggestion, to make a suggestion. Maybe you should look at things this way. Maybe you should look at things that way. Or maybe you should do a little bit of writing. Or maybe this or maybe that. That's awesome because I need to hear the same thing that I give out. And that, to me, is how we lift each other up and keep each other clean and abstinent as we trudge this road of happy destiny, because I'm on a journey. I'm on a daily journey. If it's one day at a time, just staying in the moment and knowing just for the here and the now, I am on a journey that I need to work diligently at. And I can only suggest what the other people, what works for me. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Carolyn H. And Rakesif Z, you will be our last share for today. Good morning, Rakesif. Good morning, Santa. Thank you for your service. My name is Rakesif Z. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater outside of Redding, California. And I, I really like this paragraph, and especially the words that I liked is, we know only a little. That, to me, is how I feel. I know only a little. It keeps me humble. These people were humble. Even after four years of sobriety, they were humble. They realized they know they know a tiny bit of what they're you know, of what they could know, what there is to know. And they're saying that that we are humble. We don't know. We just don't know. And at that time with someone with four years of sobriety, 
they that was considered a very, very long time when very few alcoholics got sober. So four years of sobriety is a long time for those people um, back then. And yet they they say we knew only a little. The other thing I like is the we. I love that the book uses we everywhere. The only places I remember that you use I is when the doctor, uh, in the doctor's opinion, and in the stories in the back of the book, people say I, they say about their own stories in the third step prayer. When they give us that suggestion for the third step prayer, there's an I. But most of the book is just we. I, I really, really appreciate that so much. And um, because I know that I know only a, little, a tiny bit, and I know that I hope that as I grow in my recovery, I'll know a little more, a little more, a little more. But you know what? That will always equal just a little. You know, it's never going to get beyond just a little, which is really good. And the other thing is about it being suggestive only. You know, it could be confusing to people that are reading this because in the big book, we know tens of places says must. You must do this. You must do that. You know, if but but um, suggestive means like, well, I don't have to do those things, right? No. What they're saying here, I believe, is that they're suggesting that the program, okay, this was a suggestion. This program worked for us, 100, 100 people, and so we're suggesting this program to other people. Now, if you choose to, to do this program because you want the same results as we had, then there's a lot of must, of things you have to do. There's directions in the big book that tell you what you must do to get the same results as the first 100 did. But the, so the suggestion just refers to the whole program, in my opinion, and the must are there and necessary. I know they are necessary for me to follow to get recovered. So thank you for letting me share, and I pass. And thank you, Rakesha D. And thank you to everyone who has shared today. Please join us for the second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164. Followed by the serenity prayer. I will now ask Julie R. to please read A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning, Julie. Good morning, Santa. Thank you. This is Julie R., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in California. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until 